you begin to read about these patriarchs of faith like the david and all of those who failed all of those who were um let's say successful in um, seeking god and others uh, made errors and we can we are in a position that we can learn from all of their mistakes and all of their successes and you know we are the most privileged generation spiritually speaking because the with the examples that are laid out before us the understanding the revelation that God has poured out like we should be bearing more fruit than any other dispensation of God period the things that we so casually sometimes take for granted that we actually hear of the word of God had they known this under the Old Testament what would they have done but this is you know God is a God of second chances and third chances and fourth and fifth chances so here we are one more time able especially being the beginning of a new year to commit to God afresh make a, a, a another covenant of receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and now begin to walk with him daily hourly not we're trying to do we're trying to hit the nail on the head you know you're nailing a, you're fixing your roof and you need that nail to go and make contact with the board that is underneath so your roof don't fall off when it snows okay physically speaking if you don't do lay this out properly you're gonna have problems later when it begins to rain right and the same thing spiritually speaking so these lessons we are very pragmatic in our approach practical in our approach and the, and the things that God is privileging us to learn as uh, you know let's say on Sunday mornings mainly and as you read your word and as you pray and God reveal the, the, those things I'm making sure and I would recommend everyone make sure you remember it when you get up tomorrow morning and Tuesday morning and as you go about your, your activities make sure you remember those things stay steadfast on those things and the Bible said to offer your body a living sacrifice so when the thoughts or the things of the flesh begin to oppose those spiritual things that you have learned offer your body now a living sacrifice don't let your your flesh be gratified with the things of the world or, or, or your your conviction at the beginning of the year will wane by February and March and we can we uh, uh, we are in Christ we cannot allow that to happen we cannot allow that to happen we have to be steadfast we have to be constant God is not taking a break, you know. God has not taken a break concerning His promises. Every, uh, everything that we see happening uh, in the body of Christ with individuals and so forth like that, that is not consistent with God's will, has nothing to do with God. It's not His business. He has left everything by faith that we can receive the promises that are in His Word. But we have to you know, not take these principles and the Word of God lightly. Or your emotions will rule over you your thought life your soul the different happenings of the day-to-day -day life should not be affecting us as much as what is declared in Scripture what God has spoken about us in Scripture and if you are walking in this like we said walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh if you're doing that 
you'll find that you'll go from victory to victory. It doesn't matter what God, uh, whatever the Lord asks you to do on this planet. Look at how hard Paul's ministry was, how difficult it was with uh, imprisonments and so forth like that. Yet still, he thrived, even in unpleasant circumstances and situations. He thrived. He wrote some of the most empowering letters from a, a prison, from being in prison. Because of, the, because of the fact that he had understood who he was, spiritually speaking. He didn't allow the flesh to defeat him. God forged that man in, in the furnace of affliction. And he came out shining a bright light. And not all of us are, are called to, to um, the same thing as Paul was. But we will come under certain levels of difficulties, certain levels of attacks. But if we... If we offer our bodies a living sacrifice i think paul did that there's no thought about that he actually did that he offered his body a living sacrifice to god since he encountered jesus christ it's the same price that you pay in 2021 it's precious it's a precious thing the most important gift and the best gift that was ever given to man is so often overlooked and man is in his fallen state go after material things and miss the most important thing that was given to man which is jesus christ man running after cars and homes and fame so you see man in his fallen state is blind or he would not trade such a precious gift for material things we wouldn't do it I, you know, we are here this morning in Christ. Sometimes we Christians do the same thing. Would you guys agree with me? I can't see your faces. But would you guys agree with me that sometimes we fail? I'm saying that sometimes I fail. But not 2021. Hello? I ain't failing this year by the grace of God. You see, I'm saying by the grace of God. So no man can say that I said by my own strength. It's all boasting and confidence in God in my book. That's all I do. I get up and rave about Jesus. That's it. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, said Paul, dwelleth no good thing. Dwelleth in the flesh of Andrade, no good thing. But on the inner man, there is power coming from God. And that allows an expression of him. Paul said, and they glorified God in me. Are they going to glorify God in us in 2021? Well, let me just go ahead and say for everybody who's here now, the answer unequivocally and absolutely, yes, yes. God is going to be glorified through our lives. Every person that is here this morning, God is going to bless you and increase you this year. You're, this is going to be a year of discipline. This is going to be a year that you come into encounters. I'm, I'm prophesying over you. Don't say prophesy, man of God. But I'm prophesying over you now. That dimensions of God. are gonna, You're going to come into dimensions of God that you never previously thought of. You're going to be rigid with your spirit walk this year. You're not going to falter. You're not going to wane. You're going to walk in a dimension of God, in a level of God, with commitment. 
discipline, focus. You're going to reap spiritual blessings this year. I speak it over each and every person here now. By the authority of Jesus Christ, you will rise in power. Spiritual power, that is. And relationship with Jesus Christ. This is about empowering the people of God that they might not... We don't want to be heard all the time. We don't want to be praying all the time. No. Uh-uh. We don't want to be superstar preachers. No. They say you know a leader by who come behind him. What does he produce? This is your year of breakthrough. It's going to take... I, I say this to you that it's going to take work. Just be willing. Be willing. So we want to talk a little bit today about vision from God's perspective. Vision from God's perspective. Now everybody, a lot of people are writing up visions uh, for this year. And um, I'm talking about secular people. <clears throat> They're going to accomplish A, B, C, and D. Many are the plans of man. But it's the Lord's plan, plans that prevail. They have no guarantee that they will live to the middle of the year or, or to March. No guarantee. Why would we want to make plans to build all of this? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Even if you make a million dollars, you don't, uh, a billion dollars, you don't even know how long you're going to be around for. You need Jesus Christ. <clears throat> To allow you to live out every day that he is assigned to your life. Then you can have guarantee that your plan, that you will live to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Without Jesus Christ, it's boast that has no backing. So these plans and these visions that you have, let them be inspired by God. Let them be inspired by God. You know... Let's go to John 6, 63. John 6, 63. St. John that is. And we'll go to only read the B part. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. This is not a novel that you go and pick up in the bookstore. This is not a Hollywood, mo Hollywood movie that gives you a high for a horn and a half. And then all of that popcorn. And then you walk out of the movie theater. And you look and everything, is, there's no supernatural. You pay for a, for a, a, a high and it ends and leaves you busted and broke like a deflated balloon falling out of the sky. Uh-uh. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. If you want to have impact on planet earth, you hear the words of Jesus Christ. Or you will never have impact. Everything that you accomplish will be burned. Let's go to Hebrews 4 and verses 12. Hebrews 4 and verses 12. I hope you're there. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit 
and of the joints and marrows and he's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart my god i need somebody this morning hey to tell me about this word that can do that i need somebody to tell me this morning about a word that is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword a, a word that is spiritual in context that can take me up be beyond this flesh of mine that is trying to hold me back i need somebody i need a preacher i need somebody to preach that word to me this morning so it can move me i don't want to hear intellectual conversations about building business and buying homes and cars no way but be when you meet jesus christ it call you into a high calling hello bmws don't impress you anymore uh-uh porsches don't impress you anymore businesses don't impress you anymore education don't impress you anymore because all of those things they're they are too limited i'm gonna kick the bucket hello i'm gonna die i'm going to die so what am i doing with those things what why am i storing up treasures on earth god almighty no don't sell yourself cheap the car that bmw makes and mercedes mercedes benz make the homes that you see people are selling out their lives for it ain't worth it it ain't worth it don't let this system this north american system that has infiltrated even the nations of mama ha mama don't let it take you over that's what the devil is using don't you see the devil brought that to jesus hello it didn't take the lord two seconds to dismiss him ha my god give me help this morning holy spirit it didn't take the lord any time to dismiss him and here we are it's a new year 2021 don't let the devil bring such things to you why do you think jesus dismissed him so quickly as an example to you don't sell your soul for a porch for a house the north american dream hello the North American dream huh, is not a dream from God. Uh -uh. Two cars in your driveway, a four bedroom home, and if you're lucky, the basement is finished. <laughs> Hello? And everybody come home and celebrate with you on Christmases and Easter. And that's what they're trying to sell you here. And we feel so better that they make up their mind that we have what they call third world countries because we have a little bit more money and, and, and you know what that means in the quick kingdom of heaven rich people going to hell and the cars ain't down there there are no streets down there everything is burnt and charcoal down in hell don't sell yourself for that vision we see let me call out some more people now this morning that we are idolizing the sports figures the basketball players the soccer players don't aspire to be like them many of them have no morals 
It's listen, I could dunk a basketball, it's no big deal. No big deal. And I was not very athletic either. I could shoot like crazy. No big deal. Don't go after that. Don't take your don't try to stock trophies on top of trophies that are gonna be burnt. If anybody have uh, LeBron, LeBron James or contact with him, send him this. We are not aspiring to be that. Or Michael Jordan. Let me call them all out this, this morning. One man, Jesus Christ, is our example. Give yourself to him. Subject your life to him. And store up riches in heaven. It's the new year. Get ready. Commit to Jesus Christ and a vision and a plan that he will give to you if you don't have a, already a plan, a vision for your life. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. If you don't have the vision for your life as yet, you can get that vision. We are heated this morning, okay? The fire of God burn louder than anything earthly. No man can interest us with anything. And I get calls, emails for different different invitations for different businesses. I whether they, maybe they could make me a million, two million, three million. I don't know. I don't care. But these people that are offering me these things. Jesus is not in their life. Use wisdom. So they can't, they can't offer me these things. I'm not interested. Proverbs 2. Or Proverbs 29. Let's go to Proverbs 29. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Another version says, where there is no vision, the people are cast off. We're talking about a spiritual vision this morning. A spiritual vision. We know that you're, in a general sense, your parents and everybody around you say, get a good education. And that has a level of relevance. Good guidance. But when you meet Jesus Christ, he's going to lead you a different way. Potentially lead you, lead you a different way. And it's you're now grown up you're now your own person making your own decisions and you've met the one who created you and he's offering you a life that might oppose what your parents taught you i mean awesome if they're believers and they're leading you in this direction but if not who are you going to listen to now let me tell you my dad if he rose from the dead hello huh and I'll tell this to any man that is breathing that objects. If he rose from the dead, I preach Jesus to him. Nobody can make, can make me waver. Nobody can make me move. That man don't breathe breath. I say, I say this to say, you, sh you should be saying the same thing. Radical. Somebody was preaching, Marcia, was preaching about radicalization this morning. That's what we're preaching. Radicalization. Not this seeker-friendly church that preaches messages that tickle your ears. 
We ain't preaching that at Heaven's Lighthouse Ministry. We're saying whatever God has planned for you, it including martyrdom. We're saying die. Die. That's how you bear fruit in this kingdom. That is what we are about here. Total commitment to Jesus Christ. They don't preach at too many churches. I think a Paul Washer is probably the only one I hear preach like that. Everybody else is seeker-friendly. Nice words. Hallelujah. What happened to dying to self? What happened to the methodology that the early apostles applied? Of even being nailed to the cross. We make it look as if when we die, we die and it ends there. No. When we die, we live. We believers, we live when we die. Our existence is not in this material body. Don't gobble up so much of the world that you don't know that you have a spiritual existence. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Why did God say words like these? And will we mature to that level? That the mind of Christ will be in us. Or we will keep the old man, the mentality, the mindset of the old man. It's going to cost to die. It's going to cost. Pay the price. Pay the price to die and rise in power. Or the world will not remember you. Or me. Let's go to Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. I think I might be scaring Kim this morning. She's not finding the scriptures uh, as she used to. But I was meditating on that scripture yesterday. I know where it is. Thank you, Lord. We're not talking about a, a, a little board. Oh, this year I'm going to buy a house. Every house that is on the planet right here. The material that, that build those homes. Hello. This Jesus. All things were created by him. The scripture says. And for him. He put it there. Un spiritually uneducated people think otherwise. We are not of that genealogy. We once were. But by the wisdom of God. And the power of God. And the revelation of Jesus Christ that he allowed to come to us. We switch into wisdom. That is eternal in nature. Why would we go back now to the old, old, the old pattern, the old man? Habakkuk 2 verses 2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run. That readeth it. Write the vision and make it plain up on tables that he may run. That, that readeth it. People are excited for prophetic words. And I hear them all the time. You say, last few times I go to church, I say, Lord, don't tell them what you told me. I don't need to hear it again. But if, you, if the Lord so chooses, then I need. But I say, Lord, don't even tell them. In my heart, it's been written. And no. The person that you're calling me to be so that I can accomplish that purpose, that plan, 
I'm becoming. I'm allowing you to make me into a new man. You can accomplish God's purpose for your life, being the same person. You have to be changed and transformed and renewed in the mind. 2021, it's time for us to go back to the drawing board. Repent again and say, Lord, I make myself available. I don't want to look in the mirror and see the guy that I saw last year. No. Demand this change. God has promised you this change. Demand it now. The effectual fervent, heartfelt prayer of a righteous man avail it much. Intercede on your own behalf. Ask God for change. Ask God for transformation. Cry out to the throne of grace. 2021. Less time in front of the idiot box. Hallelujah. And more times on your knees before Jesus Christ. For the vision, verses 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak. Hallelujah. And not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. In your season, when God put you in that place, and begin to hone you, and begin to change you, and begin to transform you, it takes time. It takes time to grow spiritually. Don't run up. Because everybody else is buying homes and cars, don't give up the dream that God has given you for material things. You know, the people that are remembered are not remembered for their money. In scripture, Solomon was only remembered as a wealthy man. Because God was involved. To make impact on this earth, my, you need to grow and become. Luke 2, let's go to Luke 2, 46 to 47. Look at Jesus Christ, the example for us to follow. Not the basketball players, not the hockey stars, if that's what you do. Not the people in the business world, rich and broke at the same time. Rich in material things and broke spiritually. I'd rather be broke in this world and rich in Christ than vice versa. Luke 2 46 and it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple sitting in the midst of the doctors both hearing and asking them questions. See there was knowledge that was relevant to what Jesus was going to accomplish. And he became a student. 47. And all that heard him were astonished at his doctrine, at his understanding and answers. He, when you're going to accomplish what God has called you to accomplish, you have to know a few, a few things. Or else you're going to go in the church like we see. Listen, not everybody you see jump up in the church. As a matter of fact, God, thank God for what he did through the people in the earlier church. But many understanding and revelations they never had. That's why they jump around in the church so much. And they hosted a Holy Ghost party every week when they should have been dispensing the word of God to the people. 
We ain't doing that. We're not about making a bunch of noise. I'ma challenge everything, everything that is that is not under the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Let's read Luke 2. Let's move down to verses 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and with man. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Jesus learned. Jesus grew. Jesus disciplined himself. And everything was offered to him. All of what the world is going crazy after now. The devil offered the whole thing. Not, not a part of it like we see people going crazy over who is the wealthiest man in the world in the world right now the whole deal and your Lord the one that you profess to be Lord of your life in the blink of an eye he rejected it and you are you and I are his disciples and some of us are going after these things where is the wisdom of God where is the wisdom of God? Where is that understanding? That spiritual understanding that is, that is imparted to believers when they come to Jesus Christ. Where is it? Is it that the devil can, can wave a check of $10 million before our eyes and instead of burning the thing because it's from hell, we take it. Look at the rap artists. How many of them have died over the last two years? Every, every time I look on the news, a young rock artist died, even in Toronto here. Death. Soul is sold to Satan. Luke 4, 16 to 21. Take the model of your master, Jesus Christ. Take the model. Luke 4, 16 to 21. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. You see, Jesus didn't get distracted by whatever else was the in thing at that time. He never got distracted by that. On the Sabbath days, he was in the synagogue. And during the weekdays, the equivalent of Netflix, he was not watching. Verses 17, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place, the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and reco recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. That's what happened after you paid a price. 
and allow God to make a man and a woman out of you, you will be able to step up and say, this day I become that person that God has created and designed and fashioned me to be. That's the essence of your existence on this planet. It is why you're here. It's not because your mom met your dad while you're here. It's the plan of God before the foundations of the earth. Get with it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Get with that plan in 2021. Sink with that plan. Begin to dump some of the friendships that are not supporting the plan of God in your life. Eject them out of your aircraft. They're going to cause you to go down. Discern and eject. Grow some spiritual muscles. Don't just go and turn the TV on and lay there as if you have no power, no will, no ability to choose and just soak in all of that death and destruction. Don't allow that 2021. Put on your spiritual muscles mentally speaking you might have to upset some people in doing so i'm all prepared to upset not a few the whole world some people think i one or two bother me no 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 my blood is too rich with jesus for that i'm ready to take on the whole world they can slay but they will never win at the expense of my debt the world will win and impress whatever they have on me. It's impossible because I met Jesus Christ. I met him. I'm doing business with him. I hear his voice. Who can test the voice of God? Who? Where is that man? Take the examples that are written in scripture and let them encourage you to become the person and accomplish the things that God has put on your heart. And don't waver when you're down. Let's look at, a, at an example in scripture of a man. And we're all familiar with this example. That faced the fire. Because God had given him a dream. Genesis 37. Let's look at the depiction. It's not a story. My God. Genesis 37, 5 to 11. And Joseph dreamt a dream. And he told it his brethren. And they hated him the more. Let's rest this thing right here now, okay? When God give you a dream, if you don't already have it, not too many people are going to encourage that thing out of you, okay? The first thing they go on to say when you begin to speak like I'm speaking now is who do you think he is? Hello? Come over my house. I can give you my address. Text me. Come over my house and I'll tell you why I'm in God have that attitude because somebody miseducated you if there's such a word i can create my own too i can i can inform you i can go to scripture and give you some education who i who god says that i am verses six 
And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamt. For behold, we are we are binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaves sheaf arose. That's a plan, by the way. And also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. So basically, he was saying that God was going to put me up to a, such, such a position that you guys are going to be a little bit below me. And I, I, I would think in a spiritual sense, if they, if they never had these negative pattern constructed in their thought process, they would have seen that as a blessing. Because if I have a, a brother or a sister, that is truly a brother and a sister, and they raise, rise up in life, and God bless them, I would think that would help me. I would say, you know what? I'm going to push you to the top. I'm going to help you up there. That's what we want to do with everybody here this year. Help. Pray with you in regards to the things that God has spoken to you about. And help you to overcome and become. But these brothers, they allowed a thing called jealousy to creep in now. We have to get rid of jealousy. They wanted their brother to drop dead because he, he shared that. They saw it from Satan's perspective, from the, the perspective of the old man. Jealousy, spirit of jealousy came on them. We have to rid ourselves of the spirit of je jealousy. God has a plan for each and every person. Every person. Seek God for that particular plan. And encourage your brothers and sisters in the plans that God has for their lives. Let's go to 19 and uh, Genesis 37, 19 and 20. Look at what it says. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now therefore and let us slay him and cast him into some pit. And we will say some evil beast had devoured him. And we shall see what will become of his dreams hey the people around you are not necessarily going to be supportive supportive of your dreams in some cases don't tell them if you're not as bombastic as you should be don't tell them because they're going to fight you me i'm just i'm doing the opposite i just come to your door knock on your door tell you what god says and i know you're not going to like it but i'm going to go and do it anyways doesn't matter what you think that's not to say i tell people everything because some of them will burn your house down if they know where you live. Hello? This is warfare we are in. Put on your combat boots. The world is not nice. Hello? Get over it. And step into the battle. You're stepping in the battle with the one who lead the armies of heaven. You know, the world don't know what a real army is yet. They have no concept. They think it's the, um, the United States government or the Chinese government that are battling for um, supremacy in that dimension. And they're impressed with the warfare materials that they can produce. Meanwhile, the Bible says that all of them are going to get together to war against God, my Lord. The, the commando of the armies of heaven, and they can't even see him. Talk about being dumb. That's not intelligence. That is the intelligence of the world. It's physical. And they reject real wisdom that comes from above. And think they can use material weapons to take on a spiritual God. Whoa, can the world be any more blind? Are we teaming up with them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Genesis 39 and verses 7. 
And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said, lie with me. Um, you know, you guys are familiar with this story. Um, um, we don't have time to go through the whole. Go read Genesis and go over Joseph's story and see what he suffered because God had given him a dream. And then now begin to see your name, put your name where Joseph is, especially at those places where he was being challenged. Put your name there because you and I are gonna come into some challenges. There are gonna be some times when we are beaten down, when you come from work and nothing went right on that day when you came from work. And it seemed as if you took six steps back, spiritually speaking. But don't give up on God because God is not giving up on you. And that's what Joseph did. So he had this dream and his brothers were jealous and sold him into slavery. He ended up in prison. Everywhere he went, God was with him. He went to jail. God gave him favor. It doesn't matter what you are going through. God is there with you. He gave you the dream. It's important to him that it comes to pass more than it is to you. Write down that dream. Write down that vision. Look at that dream and that vision more than you look at the, the TV screen. And like I said, if you don't have a vision for your life, that is from God. You don't have a vision for your life. Pray and see God and ask him for that vision. We see. Genesis 41. I'm, I'm, I, you know, it's a teaser. Go read it for yourself. It's a teaser. And get the essence of why God allowed this to be in Scripture as a motivation tool for those that would come after and desire to fulfill their divine calling. Why are we on the earth? Why are we here? Ask that question. Why am I here? I begin to ask that question very early in life, even though it took a while before the Lord answered me. In the fullness of time. In the fullness of time. Be patient. You're not going to conquer and dominate in a month or two months or three months. Give this thing time. Pray. Commit yourself. And don't jump out of your relationship with Jesus Christ. Every time, every time something challenges, challenging come your way. Don't jump. That is the time that you need to get close to him. That is the time that you need to trust him. It was designed that you would run to God in times of trouble, not run away from him. Too many gaps in your walk with Jesus Christ will cost you your destiny. You have to be intense consistently. Intense, consistently. Stir up the gift that is inside of you. Paul told his protege, Timothy, stir it up. If I don't get up and begin and make myself available to God, nothing happens. By his grace, nothing happens. This is the mentality that God wants us to have in 2021. Who is ready? Who is ready 
to step into destiny after you leave this sermon we're we're all fired up and a fire in our bellies when we're together what is it that happens after you have to allow that fire to burn you you have to you have to pour substance into that oven of your spirit life for it to have something to burn and if you're if you're pouring netflix movies hollywood movies and hanging out with the world that's fizzle that is not substance when you pray demons won't hear you no impact how long are we gonna watch sermons on youtube td jakes how long how many before it finally the fire hit your house how long I'm listening to those guys, but my God, if nothing is transferring to me, I can't deal with them. They irritate me. Some of you are getting fired up. Listen, I'm not going to celebrate another man's victory all of my life. I got some victories I want to celebrate. Get in the game. Get in the spiritual game. Get, get in the game of pursuing Jesus Christ, of praying, really praying. Like I said, pray, not while your mind is thinking on 10 different things and your phone is in the prayer room with you unload just in case somebody call and you're trying to hear from god the one that we conceptualize in our head not the one that is presented to us in scripture if you want to approach god find out he will tell you how to approach him you have to find that from scripture because some of us would do like what one man did under the old covenant and touch God's presence without allowing him to give them an invitation and die. He's precious. Jesus Christ is precious. That's why you can't spot him under the old man. He cannot be seen with the naked eyes. So people who have no debt to their existence, he eludes them. They have to be born again. We have such an opportunity. 2021, we have such an opportunity to get with God. He can minister to the issues that are in your life. Yes, yeah, someone texted. They're fighting battles. Don't fight your battles on your own. Let God fight your battles. Let the understanding that is spiritual in context come and override the inferior understanding that of your intellect. And then you will see that you have victory in that situation and circumstances. If you navigate, navigate the issues of life with your intellect, you'll be worse than the stock market. Up and down all over the place. This God, we are, are we, do we, have we met him? Have we met Jesus Christ? Or somebody told us about him. When you have the revelation of him, oh my God. When you have intimacy with him, when you burn on the inside for him, for his presence. When you say, Lord, if I know you not, like Elijah said, take me out of this world. 
I can't deal with this world anymore. That's the kind of energy that get, gets God's attention. Are we willing to give out this energy this year, 2021? Are we ready to get knocked in the face, spiritually speaking, and say, no big deal. Lord, it hurts, but I'm still here. Believe me. Be like the Timex watch, like they say. Take a hitting and keep on ticking. We Christians, we're built for adversity. We are built for adversity. We are built for challenges. We are built to overcome. The scriptures are built on men who fought every battle conceivable and overcame by God's power. Everything that we have, we're fighting now, we see an example in scripture of someone who overcame. Tap into that realm. Tap into that realm. You know, if this realm is so pronounced to you, so impactful on your being, you're not going to overcome. You're not going to see that dimension of power. God is so precious. His promises are so precious. Go after it. Go after it in 2021. Overcome. Overcome. I'm omitting a lot of the lessons this morning. They're not necessary. Go back and read Genesis, the book of Genesis. And observe Joseph's journey. And how God gave him a dream. And he always overcame every obstacle in his way by the power of God and accomplished and set such an example for us and then went back and delivered his own family from starvation his own brothers that sold him into slavery he went back and loved them so those people it's not in a vindictive way that you're ditching some of the negative people that are around you no it's so you can go back and help them so God can put you in a position that you can help them. But if you don't separate, they will never listen to you. Jeremiah 29, 11, God's perspective and position is clear. Jeremiah 29 and verses 11. This is what the Lord says. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and of and not of evil to give you an expected end to give you an expected end that is god's position that is the lord's position he's gonna bring you through the fire and use your testimony and your overcoming to build others that's what we're doing here now we are in the midst of accomplishing what God has spoken over our lives. And as an example, we are standing in what, what we're saying in that position. I'm bearing that fire that I need to bear right now. And something is going to give. Either the word of the Lord will come to pass. It has to come to pass. Because we ain't moving. Period. We are not asking God to take us back to Egypt. The cucumbers down there stinks. 
not interested in cucumbers listen the material things that people are thinking that we would give up God for they stink unless they come from God they don't come with that sweet sweet smell yeah you know I'm giving it to you raw raw this is all God wants. The, the message of the cross of Jesus Christ was not supposed to be applied on baby pampers. No. It's blunt and it's brutal. It's direct and confrontational. Direct. Do you want to do business with God? Some of the pastors have not been presenting it like this. That's why some people, listen, like I said, you know, I'm with uh, Rodney Howard Brown on this one. Yay. Some of the people, I, I don't start until some of them leave. The ones that are not ready, until they leave. Some pastors are trying to increase their numbers. They are, they are trying to bring everybody that will come. No, no, no. We aren't interested in any. any we're not trying to look, look good through numbers. At the end of the day, is that the Lord can say to me, what you're doing is consistent with what I've asked you to do. That is what is important to me. Everything, everything else will grow out of that position. We're, we're doing things in a way that is pleasing to Jesus Christ. Pleasing to Jesus Christ. My life exists to please the Lord Jesus Christ. To be obedient to Jesus Christ. Period. That's it. That's why family members can call us with good ideas. That they constructed in their minds and wonder why we're not interested it did not come from God how dare they speak to us like that we are listen we're we are educating people as to who we are because they don't know we are educating them 1 Corinthians 2 verses 9. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. For them that love him. Do you love Jesus this morning? I want to ask everybody here, do you love him? It's your love for Jesus. That will cause you to walk. If you don't love the Lord, if you don't, if you're not convinced that you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength this morning, go before Him and ask Him to pour that love inside of you for Himself. Ask Him to give you that hunger, that desire, that thirst to love Him, to know Him more. Because He has things, plans for your life. Not only in this earthly life, but beyond. If we can see with our spiritual eyes this morning, if we can hear with our spiritual ears this morning, we will be transformed. We'll be transformed. We'll be changed. We will come into this position that Jesus Christ spoke about us being in. And he walked it out at the expense of going to that cross he walked it out at the expense of pain being afflicted he stayed true 
because he had that love for the Father. Do we love the Lord this morning? Do we love the Father? Do we love the Holy Spirit? Do we long to fellowship with the Holy Spirit? My God. Amen. Huh? That's why you're here. That is why you were created. This is why you were born. To have fellowship with the one that blew breath in your lungs and caused you to exist and be animated. Not to take these optical eyes and begin to see things and run after them and make idols out of them. An idol is not the thing that you put in your house and kneel down before and worship necessarily. No. It's the things that we have substituted our attention and our focus instead of Jesus Christ. It could be money. It could be fame. Any material thing. Those are the idols that are stealing the destiny of the people of God. Those are the things that you will have to overcome every junction in 2021. The devil is going to bring an advertisement to contradict this word here. What will you do then? Will you become more committed? Like the Lord Jesus did? Will you love him more at that time? Will you run like Joseph did? When that woman wanted him to go get into sin and he ran? Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, 5 and, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. So when you're going through difficult situations and the old man, the intellect, in its unrenewed state, begin to give you a definition of the situation that is presented before you. It's no time to trust in the Lord. When your understanding is limited, it's no time to trust Jesus Christ and what he has spoken in your word in his word concerning you concerning your life concerning your destiny Don't deal with it with the intellect. It's inferior with the old nature The situations before you that you're thinking they're hopeless are not hopeless If you are truly having a renewed mind This week I was praying with someone that the Lord allowed me to be ministering to for a while. And each time that person called me, I would make the sale pitch, sales pitch of, are you ready? I would preach Jesus to that person and go, are you ready now? Because these issues that you're telling me about, that I've been praying with you about, you need to give them all, give your life to Jesus Christ. Pack everything in, in a bag and bring them before him. Lay them at his feet and say, Lord, take it now and take my life with you. And I've done that religiously with this person for a while. And this person is really fighting battles. Battles that I don't think anyone on this platform is having those type of battles. And I've never fought those battles in my life. Battles of life and death. Life is like death is imminent. And I'm saying, are you ready now? 
because in the previous times that the Lord presented this before you you were not ready is your situation as you as, has this situation brought you to a point where your mind is now made up to submit to the Lord Jesus Christ not because you can change the situation only because you want and I, I'm, I'm still even in a painful place like this and the person is like going through like pain and screaming literally and I'm preaching Jesus no and I'm preaching eternity as if I'm not hearing the screams and I'm saying don't make this decision because you're in pain I'm not getting emotional about it I wish I could take the pain from you but no this is about your salvation it's more important than your physical body being healed are you ready 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 and I asked again and the person said not without a thought the person said yes it took a while but I know God was doing something from the beginning when the Lord connected me with that person and I allowed the, the Holy Spirit to do the work that was necessary to be done in that person and bring that person because God is the one that saves souls God is the one that heals he just allow us to help people by the inspiration of the Spirit to come to that decision, to gain understanding, and to build up their faith. And that person this week opened their heart to Jesus Christ being their Lord and their Savior. And I've been praying for healing and that God would rise that person up. But either way, the work is done the work of salvation I believe it was a true repentance the work of salvation is the important work in all thy ways acknowledge him verses 6 of Proverbs 3 in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path acknowledge God when you're in those tough situations don't let the enemy allow your heart to be hardened that you would not go before the Lord and lay down and, and trust him again as you go through 2021 ask the Lord to bring the right people around you that will encourage those desires and those dreams that he has placed in your heart and then stick now with those people you know there can be a rebelliousness that is in our um, in the old nature recognize when that old man is coming back he's trying to defeat your purpose in god recognize it and then say lord tenderize my heart don't let strongholds come in your mind lean not to your own understanding and at the end of 2021 even before you will begin you will see what god will do you'll be a new person what an awesome thing when you look in the mirror and realize that you're not the person that you was a year ago or six months ago. People in the world, when they want to do this, they go get a facelift or pump stuff in their lips or, I mean, if you do that, not, I'm not against it, right? But, and that's good. Do all of what it takes to um, present yourself and all that type of stuff. But make sure change and transformation is on the inside. That can only come from God so father I give you praise this morning thank you Lord for your word oh God thank you for your people thank you oh Lord Jesus for their hope and hearts 
and I pray, O oh Lord God Almighty, that this word, O oh God, let your spirit minister to them through this word, O oh Lord God. Empower them, strengthen them, direct their path, O oh Lord God. Those that you have spoken to already in regards to the vision for their lives. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, let it come back afresh in their minds, O oh Lord. Let it come back afresh, O oh Lord Jesus. Give them the strength to pursue, O oh Lord God. The strength, the wisdom, the understanding. Pour it out, O oh Lord Jesus. Change hearts, change minds. Pull on strongholds this morning and infiltrate every being that is here with your mind, with your plans, O oh Lord God. We thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, we give you thanks. Let your kingdom come, O oh Lord, in 2021 in our lives. Let your perfect will be done. Take your praise on your honor and your honor through our lives, O oh Lord God. And we give you praise and thanks, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That is the message for this morning. Praise God. that was a very strong message actually that was very insightful and it really touched me and um what i what was coming to mind was uh in abacock when it talks about writing the vision and making it plain that they that read it will run and not faint meaning after you have written that vision and you go back and you read that vision that you have written uh, it will take you back to that spirit in which you have written that vision and it can propel you for it to even go forward and to see what it is that you're going after. Because as the word says, without a vision, the people perish. So you have to have something laid out, something you have to follow in order to make it to plan B. Because when you don't have a plan in place, someone can always come and give you their plan. It's like you're, ta you're tasked to and fro. You're all over the place without a vision, right? That's why you perish, because you don't have a vision. And um, I was sitting in the kitchen the other day, New Year's, and I was just reminiscing and some things. And then the Holy Spirit brought back to me saying, um, look at all those times when, you know, just finished college and just looking to say, okay, what's next? And I can remember when we were in this business um, plan, both myself, some e-commerce and everything that they have taught us. And what one thing they always taught us was to write down what it is that um, you want. Like it, it was like a weekly thing to write, keep writing down your vision, your plans. And then the Lord brought back to me, you know, all those things. And I remember them. It was like always seven top things that I really wanted. And I wrote them down. And like monthly, weekly, I would keep writing them. And the Lord said, look at all these seven things that you keep writing. Have you not accomplished them all? And I'm like, wow, I was just thinking back. And I'm like, yes, I have. And then I was in even a place of rejoicing because the Lord, you know, he brought me through it. And I was able to see with my own eyes what what it can do when you write your vision down even not because it's then it's burned subconsciously into your memory bank and into your heart into your spirit and then you're able to move forward on it and then i even started to think about even prophetic words that will go for it like somebody will speak a prophetic word over you that you know you're going to be this or you're going to be that in the future and i used to believe that after someone speaks a prophetic word over you, that you would wait. You would wait for the prophetic word and it, it, it will just overtake you. 
but not so. I learned differently after growing up. A prophetic word is something that's spoken out and you have to pair with that and fight towards it for it to come to pass. Like a prophetic word, okay, you're gonna get married this year or you're gonna get married, right? And then, okay, you're waiting for the guy to come along. What do you do in that time period? You become that person, you become that wife in that waiting period, you're waiting in, you're not just sitting there waiting, but you're waiting in action, if that makes sense. You're waiting and you're doing, you're becoming Amen. that woman, you're becoming that person, that patient heart, whatever it is that you know would make a wife attractive. You're becoming and doing all of that. You wanna become a mother. What are the qualities of a mother? right those these are the things that you're reading upon it you're finding scripture verse and you're attaching your faith to that thing that was spoken over you so it can come to pass so you are fighting for that prophetic word so it's the same as a vision without a vision you perish okay you see this thing in front of you how do I behold it? How do I touch it? How do I make it a reality in my life? You have to fight for that thing. You have to become that thing. You have to become that person, that mother, that wife. You have to become it. Amen. And I just want to leave it at that. And, you know, just keep writing your visions, as Abhikak say. Write your vision. Make it plain. Make it plain so when you look at it, there's understanding. And even if somebody else come and look at it, say, okay, she has her visions written down. She know what she's about and they can understand exactly what it is that you're trying to go after as well. And I leave you with that. Awesome.